T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talking local sports. Late at night. It's the John Chuckery Show. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Rob Dribble in for John Chuckery. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Live in the Kia studios here at Colony Square. And right across from us, behind me actually, out this bay window, there's a brand new office uh, building. It's about eight stories tall. Every window in that complex is dark except for one. And there's some... Poor Schmoe's sitting there, clearly doing some rote mundane work. Maybe some he's grunt try- work. <laughs> yeah, trying to get his TPS reports together. He's sitting there at his cubicle. Man. Feel bad for that dude. Maybe he doesn't want to go home. Maybe because his wife's so mad at him, he just doesn't even want to go home and I'm just going to stay here at work where it's safe, where I don't have to hear it. You know? It's like, uh, it's like uh, in uh, the movie Office Space with Lumberg. Yeah, can yes. you get me those That's uh, where the TPS, TPS reports, reports, that's where I got that from. The, I thought about that immediately when I turned around yeah. and watched him there. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe got up and went to the – that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. We're my taper. We're my taper. Uh, Dean Pease, not sure he's coming back next year. Yep, he said, I'm going to have to talk, talk it over with my wife. You know she'll have the final say. The warden as they call it. She will have the final say. I don't know how you feel about that. There's been times this year where we've scratched our head, the soft zone. We've had the middle of the field just wide open. You see uh, you see tight ends catching balls on third and nine and uh, picking up 18 yards, you know. But the Falcons' defense has kind of overachieved this year. There's been a lot of games where they've given up only 19, 20, 21 points. There's a few outliers, 30 points. And you could also say – there's a lot of trash quarterback play in the NFL this year. And certainly, that defense is going to have to be supplemented. Grady's going to need some help. I'm, I'm pretty sure Lorenzo Carter's going to come back. And there's some decent pieces on that D-line who probably are not three-down guys, but they can certainly uh, provide depth. You probably want to – you need to supplement the cornerback in the defensive back room because all those injuries – I mean, you got your starters, but you're going to need depth there. Probably some at linebacker. You're going to have to supplement the uh, O-line. And believe it or not, another wide receiver might be welcome. I know you got 
You got Drake London, who kind of had a breakout year. He had a couple of those fumbles, but that's okay. He came back from those. He's learning, and clearly he has really good hands. Kyle Pitts will be back. Alameda Zacchaeus has been very dependable. I don't know what his status is. But what happened to Demir Bird? Why did he disappear? He was responsible, I think, for the only two really explosive plays the Falcons have had all year. Definitely a guy that could take the top off the defense. I don't know what happened to him. It's like he's in the witness protection program or something like that. But what I want from this Falcons team, and I've talked about this a lot, no matter how gimmicky and sexy some of the offenses have been, you know, spread the field, throw the ball all over the yard with the – with the uh, elite-armed quarterback, your Patrick Mahomes, your Josh Allen, your Justin Herbert. There's one thing that will always win in the NFL. It always has. It always will. Run the ball, play good defense. And the Falcons' offensive line is not as dire as we thought. The pass protection may not be as good as we thought. You need to protect maybe up the middle. You might need another guard and a center, perhaps. But basically what I want to see from this team, and I say it over and over, I want to see a generationally badass defense. I want a defense that strikes fear in the hearts of every team that comes to Mercedes-Benz. That's what I want. I want an offensive line that can rip the guts out and use the grease to thread, to, to grease the threads of our tanks as we roll through the NFC and the AFC all the way to a Super Bowl. You want what the 49ers have yeah. right now. Yes. Like my, my, my favorite stat in the NFL, the 49ers, like opponents' uh, win-loss record after, like the week after they play the 49ers, only one team, I believe, all season has won a game after really? they play the 49ers. Yes. Well, that's because of that defense, right? They're and banged up. You're beat. They you're banged up. That's beat a great one. out of you. That's a great they stat. They beat the hell yeah. out of you. And that's what you want from your defense. And the Falcons almost there. The identity's there. The foundation of what could be a beautiful mansion is there. It is there. Love Arthur Smith now, but next year I expect some things. I expect some things next year, certainly. He does too, though. He does too. But he's established a good culture. The team has an identity. Can run the ball. Desmond Ritter. I'll say it over and over again. And I'd like to hear you talk about the Falcons with me at 404-741-0929 because I'm tired of the sound of my own voice. Are you confident in Desmond Ritter? So far, so good, I guess, certainly. But you need to bring in a veteran free agent to push him. He's, yeah. He needs some He needs some competition in the offseason. That's what he definitely needs. Absolutely. I think – and this is kind of this is kind of the issue with – like, obviously, it was good that the Falcons were in playoff contention and, like, because it, it was building buzz and it gave you something to play for. But that did kind of put the brakes on seeing Desmond Ritter. And, like, four games is not enough. Right? No. It's just not – like, I, I, I've said this before. Uh, like, 200 and something uh, snaps. Right. Like, as you said earlier, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've basically seen Kenny Pickett play, like, 12 games this year. What do you think of him? I like him, but I, I like I told my dad the other day. I think we have a quarterback. You think? I think. Like I'm starting to get not ready the positive, to anoint him as Big I, Ben 2.0. Exactly. Yet. I'm not quite there, and I've seen like 12 games of him. Yeah. How the hell are we supposed to know what Desmond Ritter is after four? Yeah. What do you like about Kenny Pickett? What do you don't like about him? 
Um, I like his decision making. I like that he's gotten better every week. Um, he's cut the turnovers down. I love he has supreme confidence in yeah. himself. And he's I think he's a really good decision maker to be as young as he is. Um, similar to how we were talking about Stetson. What's Bennett's. his arm talent? Above average, good enough for the NFL. Good clearly. enough for the NFL. He's he doesn't have like a huge arm, yeah. but it's good enough. He can fit he can fit the ball into some tight windows. Um, and we saw we saw Ritter do that on a couple of throws yep. last week too. So I yep. think I think that's there, but you gotta bring in a veteran to challenge him though. Yep. To push him. Let's hear from uh, Arthur Smith. Um, it is a shame that we have not been able to really see Desmond Ritter with Kyle Pitts on the field. Let's talk. Let's hear that. It's just a completely different variable. I mean, it, you know, you're never going to have a perfect season where you'd love to have all your guys and everybody have their best season ever. That best. So it's certainly you'd love to have Kyle out there, but that's not necessarily what this evaluation is about. It's can can he? You know, function week in and out, at week in and week out as a high level starter, and that's what you're, um, that's what you're looking for. And there's a lot of encouraging signs so far, and there's a lot of things we're going to continue to push. And uh, but pleased that we were able to get the win yesterday and and handle that, be able to close the game out like that. Arthur always sounds like he just woke up from a nap, doesn't he? It's like you woke him up from a nap to uh, answer the question. <laughs> I'll tell you, the thing I'm, I'm most pleasantly surprised this year has been the emergence of Tyler Algier. What, 5'11", 220? You get tired of tackling a dude like that, especially if you're a linebacker or defensive back. You get tired of a dude like that. You just get tired of tackling. Let's hear what Arthur has to say about the emergence of Tyler Algier. CP is a unique player. Ball found him a little bit more in the passing game, which is which is huge. And he had some big runs for us. It's a credit to him because he can play so many roles and be effective at it. They may not cover him. They don't think you're going to throw it or he can't win on a route, but he can. There you go. Let's go out to the uh, phones, 404-741-0929. Let's go to Reed in fancy Virginia Highlands. What's going on, Reed? You live in a big fancy house there, sir? <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I did. Hey, uh, first time call, long time listener. Kind of want to let you know your thoughts. What we got going this offseason. I heard some rumors that we're going after Lamar Jackson. I think it'd be a perfect fit for the run style offense. No. Uh, just kind of want to your thoughts on it. No. And uh, I'll listen, uh, listen to it off the air. Well, thanks, Reed. Uh, no. <laughs> Number one, he's not coming here. I was going to say, first things first, he. Even if he doesn't sign a long-term contract, they're gonna they're gonna they're franchise gonna franchise tag. tag him. And if he doesn't sign, sign a long-term contract, they'll get what thirty-five million next year. Yeah, he's so. gonna be franchise tag for the next two years, and then they'll finally make a decision on whether or not they're gonna give him that long-term contract. You know, but Kirk Cousins made a lot of money being franchised two years in a row. <laughs> he made like money. forty million. Yeah. I think Lamar can get like sixty, seventy oh, million he's, being he's franchised. Gonna rake in. He's gonna that rake that, it in. that rate has gone up yep. certainly. Let's see what Vincent has to say in uh, Riverdale. Vincent, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Um, you know, I'm, I think I'm gonna be more logical about things. Um, and I'm, I, I well, think please do. We could use we logic. <laughs> I, I think since we got a good cap space next year, um, I like what I see in Desmond Ritter. However, um, I feel like do I feel like he's four, three, four games better than Bryce Young or the other top three quarterbacks um, that we're hearing about? No, um, but. Um, I think we should go for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he, he, he's out there. He's a winning quarterback. I mean, he's been to the Super Bowl. Uh, he's a winning quarterback. He can teach Desmond Ritter a lot of things. Um, he's a, he'll be on the market. 
I like what we have in the, in our running back uh, tandem, our one-two punch. I think they're going to be way better next year uh, in Cardell and, and Tyler. I think we should go for another receiver in the first round, and uh, I, I think it, I think the sky's the limit for us next year. I think we're going to be a playoff team, but uh, I think we should go for Jimmy G. Uh, Lamar Jackson is too too far fetched. We got to be realistic about this thing. Uh, Lamar Jackson is going to call an arm and leg, and on top of that, they're going to franchise tag him. So, all right, um, I'd rather go for Jimmy G than Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I know that's Arthur Smith guy, but he's not going to put uh, fans in the seats. Um. So, uh, what do you guys think? All right, Vincent. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, number one, Jimmy G. I think he gets a bad rap. He is a yeah. winner. He he's a winner. Jimmy Garoppolo gets a bad rap because he missed one throw in the Super Bowl. That's right. That's if right. he makes that throw, it's they crazy. win the Super Bowl. He's probably he's gonna be a champion. He's what would he cost though? He cost a lot. So I was gonna say the my only issue with Jimmy Garoppolo is that and granted the Falcons do have a ton of cap space next year to play with. Jimmy's going to cost a lot because of what he did in San Francisco this year. Like, after right. basically them. Right. Trey tri- Lance is, yep. Yeah, like, they tried to write him off. They tried to literally had him just alienated from the team because they were like, no, this is this is Trey's team. Trey goes down, like, what, week three? That locker room was all about Jimmy G, though. Yeah. So, it's going right. to cost some dough to get him if you want. Yeah, to. I don't I, – I like the idea of it, but just because you have all this money – you don't have to be like a young rock star or rapper or young actor that all of a sudden yeah. comes from nothing, gets all this money, and goes out and buys you don't have to spend eight cars and five houses and like, spends it on hookers and blow <laughs> and all the other stuff. No. Or, like, look at the Patriots. The Patriots, what, two years ago, they spent all of that money in the offseason. Like, ridiculous. Like, we've yep. never seen the Patriots do that. And then look at what their offense look, has done this look year. Look where they are now, yeah. Granted, they did have a defensive I, coordinator. I want that place. money. I want that money for defense, the offensive line. I want the draft yep. for uh, defense and maybe a – I wouldn't – I don't agree with Vincent and Riverdale, though I, I think he's thoughtful and is, is in the right place. I'm not drafting a wide receiver in the first round either. I'm going after an edge rusher. There's a lot of them out there. Even round two, maybe a linebacker, a D lineman. I wouldn't go for a wide receiver until maybe the third, even fourth round because you already have your wide receiver one – in Drake London, and you find some speedster with good hands, you could find that in the third or fourth round easily. So that's what that boils down to. So Falcons, Bucks on Sunday. Uh, imagine that Julio Jones uh, not practicing, got a knee, and he's also got an illness. Uh, Cordero Patterson did not practice today, but that's due to a veteran rest day. We let CP rest. So, and again, Dean Pease. Dean Pease, uh, not sure he's coming back. Next year, he said he's going to have to consult with his wife about that. So, finally, the season's over, almost, after Sunday, and the real intrigue is going to happen in the offseason. And I can't wait to see what Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith come up with because we've endured some really bad drafts with uh, Thomas Dimitrov. He had a few good ones, too, but mostly bad, and he left, he left the place in financial absolute disarray. So That's why I, I laugh at people who th- say that Arthur Smith's uh, seat should be hot. Oh, God, that's so stupid. It, get out of here. What uh, I made this analogy not too long ago. You gave Arthur Smith, you basically asked him to bake a cake, and all you gave him was eggs. Right, right. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? Because under his, under his leadership, this team has overachieved every year. 
they've been better than anyone expected them to be. Mm-hmm. Most what most people thought that the Falcons wouldn't win three games this year. Well, if they went they seven, the that was my prediction. Again, that's what I should have bet on, too. I should have put money on TCU to make the college football playoff, and I should and have put Falcons money on over. the Falcons uh, <laughs> yeah, to win seven games. I'd have, been, I'd have been in the money, certainly. All right, we're going to come back. Got an interesting uh, morsel from a college football. Jimbo Fisher's apparently just sold his soul to the devil. Axis of evil coaching staff, right? Some college football morsels coming up next. Sports Radio 1990 again. Sports Radio 92.9 The game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Coming up a little later, I got a, I got a list of just amazingly absurd stats to give you that will blow your mind. They blew my mind, and my mind isn't easily blown. Blown? Blown, is that what I say? Blown? Blown. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, when, when you talk by yourself for a long time, and, and it's, of course, it's a Bob, lot. Thank you. I know. I appreciate you uh, helping out, too. It, it can get a lot. I get Four hours is a long time, man. The perfect radio show. I'm going to tell you how the sausage is made. A two-hour radio show is not enough. And I've compared it to mm-hmm. uh, the running back that is really getting in the game, getting lathered up, and he yeah. only gets nine carries. Yep. Three hours is perfect. Four hours Completely too long. Not that I'm <laughs> complaining. I'm just saying you do get a little mentally fatigued. Yeah. And I love, and I don't even pay attention to it. Is it still the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line? Do we even yep. have that? Yes, it is. Chuck really loves the text line because he yeah. likes to fight. I don't even look at that cauldron of hate anymore. <laughs> I don't. 
Because people cannot wait for you to make one mistake, mispronounce a name, or say one wrong thing. What's going to happen? What, I'm not allowed to be human? Everyone becomes a journalist. Everyone becomes a grammar expert. Oh, Ev- all it's, the it's things. amazing. The most pedantic stuff ever. I don't come and heckle you while you're scraping paint when you're working, you know? Exactly. Uh, you should have a you should have a text line when you're when you're hanging drywall and all that stuff. Not that that's not an honorable profession because I've done a little bit of that. That's some hard ass yeah. work and you were appreciated for that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying though. Absolutely. Remember the old Peyton Manning commercial? Cut that meat when he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it's hilarious. Before we get into uh, Jimbo Fisher selling his soul to the devil and creating that axis of evil coaching staff. He's a desperate man though, because that program is nothing but a big clown car. It's a Volkswagen filled with buffoonery, basically, is what it is. Let's see what uh, Scott and Marietta has to say as we talk a little bit more Falcons. Hello, Scott. Hey, I just uh, I just wanted to kind of piggyback, not really piggyback on the previous caller, but we cannot draft a wide receiver in the first round. No, no. You are you you are exactly right. We got to get the best available edge rusher. Build from. From the inside out, yes, sir. We need O linemen in the later rounds. You know, give give Desmond the keys to the offense. Whoever's behind the glass is completely right on Kenny Pickett. You don't have four or five games to evaluate the starting QB. Right. Um, we need Desmond Ritter to to go out next year, see what he's got, get the best D linemen, best edge rushers, best O linemen we can get in the draft. And then hopefully, 2024, best case scenario, we have. Caleb Williams fall into our lap. I mean, he he's the best QB prospect coming out of college since I've seen, like, since Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, you know. Um, that's just my two cents. And then I also, yeah, what the hell is. Sorry. Oh, wait a minute. Bye. <laughs> Scott, you were doing so well. Scott was doing brilliant. You were doing so well, until Scott. Until he, he dropped this napalm you of even, an F-bomb you, on the show. You even gave me some love, too. Right, Whoever right. behind the glass is. Like, That'd be Dom, by the way. Yeah. Dom is behind the glass, and Dom is equally uh, disappointed in you, Scott. Oh, Scott. He you was were doing, doing so well. well. He was doing great. So well. Oh, All right. man. All right, Coach D, let, let's see what Coach D has to say. Uh, where is he? Decula? Yes, Coach B and Dekula. Coach B, what's up, man? What's up? Thank you for calling, sir. No problem. The privileges of being on hold and getting to hear that without getting dropped is pretty good. <laughs> you got to hear it, right? Please, <laughs> on your best behavior, yeah. Coach. Don't oh, don't I'm duplicate it, man. Come I'm on, Coach. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Lamar Jackson, no. We just got an out-of-cap mess. We don't need to get back in I the know. cap mess. Exactly. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. I like him, but you got to put a first aid patch on his jersey because he stay hurt. So don't want to like go it. that direction either. Right. And then before somebody bring up Derek Carr as well too, uh, we just got rid of a quarterback who was uh, past his prime, and Derek Carr's gonna be past his prime pretty soon. So don't want to do that neither. I'm cool with rolling with Desmond Ritter. Uh, I was at the game this past Sunday. The ball looked good coming out of his hands. Uh, the game's still a little fast for him, but I'm cool with rolling with him. Me too. Um, I agree with you as well, too, about the draft. Uh, uh, draft a wide receiver, no. Uh, we need to get defense, secure that uh, offensive line as well, too, but I prefer to do that in free agency. But we need to get some, some uh, line of scrimmage players. We need to get some secondary players. I think we're good at linebackers. Uh, also, 
Uh, I did predict the Falcons to go seven to nine, as you did. Yes, sir. Uh, I said that they would be seven to nine, but they would be a team trending in the right direction, whereas we were seven to nine last year and they were trending in the wrong direction. Um, uh, and then uh, when it comes to uh, Texas A&M, yeah, it's the action of evil, but they instantly became a contender with Bobby Petrino on that team. As much as I hate what we did to him, what he did to us, excuse me, I can't uh, discredit the play caller that he is. And he, even with all this stain on his name, he was still able to get Lamar Jackson to come to Louisville. So there's going to be people that come come play for him. And Jimbo Fisher is putting his job on line by hiring him. Um, all right. That's all I got. Appreciate Rise you, Coach. Up, Dude. Go yes, sir. That's a perfect segue into Bobby Petrino. Yes, Bobby Petrino. Mm-hmm. Oh, we know that. And I was saying last night, guys like Bobby Petrino, his behavior, he does things – and he doesn't even take into account how it affects other people, and that's why I think, because he is a brilliant football mind. A lot of times when people are really brilliant at one thing, they suffer interpersonally. He might be on the spectrum a bit, and people on the spectrum have no idea how their actions affect people. They just don't get it. It doesn't register with them. That's why he does things like, say like this, 2001, after his only season, on Tom, Cop- Tom-, Tom Coughlin's staff at Jacksonville, he takes the Auburn OC job. Did not tell Tom Coughlin about it. He sneaks away to Auburn. Tom Coughlin didn't know until they- he saw the press conference, basically. <laughs> so there you have it. All right. After one year at Auburn, he takes the Louisville head coaching job. Then interviews with Auburn Boosters, Bobby Louder, for the Tigers' head coaching job, therefore trying to stab his former boss, head coach Tommy Tuberville, in the back, who had yet to be fired, by the way. He still had the job. And, of course, Petrino lied about having any contact, lied about all that stuff. And uh, from 2004-2006, he interviewed for, I think it was like three other head coaching jobs. I think it was Notre Dame, LSU, and the Raiders in touch with multiple teams, and at one point says, I'm not interested in any other coaching jobs. And then he comes to Atlanta. Wanted to coach Mike Vick. Then the Mike Vick fiasco happened. Mm-hmm. Bobby Petrino leaves like a like a dirty <laughs> coward. Leaves a note. Left a note in the locker In all the lockers <laughs> and goes and pig suey. Ends up uh, in a motorcycle crash with a side piece. And apparently, uh, that, that woman's either husband or boyfriend beats him up. He famously has the neck brace. The neck brace memes are popping up yep. now, the black eye memes. Yep. yep. Does that. But, you know, and all that stuff goes on. And then guess what? He goes to Missouri State. What does he do? He takes them to the FBS playoffs two of the three seasons he was there. Big deal, you say? Missouri State hadn't been to the playoffs, even sniffed the playoffs in 30 years. But Bobby Petrino is now on his third job in a month. Gets hired at UNLV as our offensive coordinator. Then Jimbo comes a-calling, and there you go. And uh, who is it? Duggan from Maryland, the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, he famously had that uh, offensive lineman die of heat stroke, and a, he just yeah. got raked over the coals for that. Apparently had an abusive relationship with players. They thought he was too abusive. Uh, very toxic environment. He gets fired, but gets exonerated for any liability in the death of that offensive lineman. 
but then they fire him again. Ends up with Lane Kiffin. I think he's out of coaching for a couple of years. Ends up on Lane Kiffin's staff. Now he's going to be the defensive coordinator under Jimbo Fisher. And I will say this about him, though. Maryland had top 15 recruiting classes. And I, I, that one year they had, I think they beat Texas on Labor Day and came within a drop pass of beating some undefeated team. Pardon me. I don't remember who that precisely was. But you get the narrative, though. He, mm-hmm. he brought some players in, and they could win some right. big games. So, And Jimbo, last year, what, he had the uh, three players uh, smoking weed before the South Carolina game. <laughs> yeah. were, they, were they dumb enough to smoke the classic weed, or they had the vapes? And somebody <laughs> still knew they were smoking vapes, and they, they probably maybe showed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, if they got caught with vapes, it makes it kind of funnier. Yes, yes, it, it kind of does. It yeah, because that's, that's where you can do it anywhere now. It's stealthy. <laughs> yeah. Do it right in front of the cop. They don't know. And, um. Jimbo's buyout, of course, $90 million. And uh, he gets upset by, uh, what was it, Appalachian State beat him, right? Was that who went out there and beat him? I believe, yes. Yes, it was, it was Appalachian State. State. Yes. How about those uh, Sunbelt teams? You got uh, Georgia Southern beating Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern got Scott Frost fired. Was it Marshall <laughs> beat Notre yeah. Dame? And that's what makes me uh, wonder. You know, at first I was thinking, well, if the college football playoff expands to 12 teams, it's not going to be like March Madness. Mm-hmm. I think some teams are going to sneak up on some teams. It will happen. It'll eventually. be interesting. It'll still be. I'm still going to watch. It's going to be yeah. interesting. It's college football. Absolutely. I it, think. I mean, I watched meaningless bowl games this year. That <laughs> right. Arkansas Kansas bowl game was epic. There are a lot of epic yeah. bowl games. Yeah. They had not really much to play for, but they. Yeah. Alabama Kansas State was entertaining. Alabama mm-hmm. played their butts off. You uh, know? What was it? USC and. Uh, USC and Tulane, Tulane too. Yeah. That was a great one. Of course, Tulane wins that one too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some upsets. I don't think we're going to have a Tulane get to the. Uh, Final four of the semifinal. No. You're going to have some teams knock off some big teams, and yeah. it's going to end there. Then the uh, then the uh, the paragons of college football will always rule the roost for the most part, with right. a couple of outliers. But it'd be nice to get some. It's really fun this year to have some new blood in the uh, college football playoff with Absolutely. TCU in there. Absolutely, and like I thought, twelve was a bit advent or. I thought it was a bit. Why much. is eight unfeasible? That's so. That was my thing. I always I was always for expansion. I was just under the m- mindset that eight was where it would go. Let's yeah. just double it, go from four to eight. That way, you kind of keep it within a certain realm of you. You don't have somebody ridiculous teams. getting in yeah. there who shouldn't be in there, right? So they made a really greedy jump to twelve. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Was it, money? Um, well, that's the college presence. They realized <laughs> they were leaving billions of dollars exactly. on the table. So money, money, money. And people mm-hmm. are going to watch. I mean, my God, 22 million people watch Georgia, Ohio State. Yeah. About 18 million TCU and Michigan. That number went up as the game went on. Yeah. Of course, that people, game was yep. a great ending. And you have Georgia and Ohio State looming right after that game. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. But uh, Jimbo. He's going to let Bobby Petrino call the plays. Jimbo traditionally always calls his own plays, but Jimbo now realizes I need to really pay attention with everything that's going on in the program because it's starting to look like it is. It's, 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 a, it's a clown show of buffoonery is what it is. And it's a, reaching the point of a lack of a institutional control, that old famous uh, saying there. So we'll see what happens there, certainly. It's going to be interesting to see. And uh, Alabama, everybody's uh, – Tossing uh, dirt on Nick Saban's grave at your own peril, my friend. Nick's got something to say. I'm gonna say, listen, count Nick Saban out if you want to. Yes, count Nick number Saban one recruiter. Out if you want to. Count Dabo out if you want to. Dabo had had to deal with the fact that now here's the difference between Dabo and Nick Saban. Nick Saban loses coordinators every year, but he's used to it. 
He right. navigates those waters. Right. Maybe the first time he was confronted with that, maybe Alabama didn't do well. I haven't gone back far enough to see right. that. Dabo's had his two coordinators forever until last year. Mm-hmm. And also, and like, everything kind of fell apart. And also, he was stubborn about the quarterback situation. I was going to say, that, and to me, that was probably the biggest problem. That might have been the, the biggest thing. Things. It yep. was the fact that he just stuck with DJU yep. way too long. Yep, that's what it was. So I, I, I think Clemson's demise is uh, – premature and I think we have some emerging teams too Dan Lanning at Oregon he pulls off a coup with the seventh ranked recruiting class that doesn't happen at Auburn regardless of those amazing facilities yeah Washington's got their quarterback coming back they won 11 games Florida State Mike Norvell they win 10 games first time in what six years don't go to sleep on the Knowles Miami recruited well everybody's kind of down on Mario Cristobal but we'll, we'll see what happens going forward at least he's getting some players in there it would just be fun South Carolina's got some momentum. I'm not mm-hmm. saying any of these teams in the SEC East are going to usurp Georgia right now, but right. it'd be fun because Georgia's home schedule last year sucked outside <laughs> of the Tennessee yeah. game. Yeah, It would be fun if every team in the SEC East is at least very, very formidable. Kentucky was. Georgia mm-hmm. had trouble with Kentucky. For a minute, yep. I mean, won that game 16-6, to so a lot to be said as far as that goes. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to hit some headlines. Top of the hour. The Atlanta Hawks, many a problem with the Atlanta Hawks goes beyond the hardwood, unfortunately. It can be fixed, though. It's not beyond repair. Just some due diligence maybe will make them relevant again. Sports Radio 929 again. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back. Rob Tribble in for uh, John Chuckery. He's taking a little leave of absence. So I'll be sitting in this chair at this time next couple of weeks. Unless there's a Hawks game and there is one tomorrow night. Of course, continuing that West Coast swing. Taking on the Lakers. Now, tomorrow night's game, uh, what is that, a 10.30 tip. It'll be a pregame at 10 o'clock. So you only get three hours of my vowel movement as it was. And, of course, Sunday night, it's going to be the uh, Hawks and the Clippers. And then they get back home and finally uh, finally get, get back home and take on Milwaukee on uh, Wednesday night. So Hawks with the win last night, 120-117 to to improve to 18-20, and snapping that four-game losing streak. And uh, John Collins, 22 points last night. Trey and Jonte Murray uh, combined, they both had 21 points. Now, Kevin Herter, Red Velvet, man, I missed that dude, 24 points. So, Hawks survived a 13-2 Kings run. We're going to get more into the Atlanta Hawks coming up at the uh, top of the hour. I think But the best news of the day is Mar Hamlin has been communicating in writing because he still has a tube down his throat, and apparently – they say his brain is functioning and firing perfectly well. Neurological function is intact. And uh, this is where I think it gets a little corny. I think it might be a little embellishment. Sounds like a, a Hallmark movie. 
His first question in writing was reportedly, did we win? And his doctor says, yes, you've won the game of life. It's so corny. I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. It's it's the doctor's response. Yeah. Like, I can believe DeMar Hamlin waking up and be like, did we win? Maybe so. I can believe that. The doctor, though, you won at the game you of life. You won at the game of life. He just wanted, wanted to make himself no. part of the story. No, no, no. no he no. just wanted to dump some more saccharin on it. But that it's great news, though. Absolutely. All uh, cylinders reportedly firing in his brain. For So I was, because I know we were airing it on uh, our one of our other stations here, WAOK, and I was the one who was kind of, you know, working the game and I remember just being in the studio and watching it happen Oof. it was so scary it's scary he died on the field you know he was mm-hmm. dead for like eight minutes yeah now I wonder if you go on I, I don't know what the, I mean I, I am a believer in a, in a Lord above I certainly am but you go on YouTube and you see all these people that uh did have near-death experiences and they go to mm-hmm. one place or another yeah I wonder if he has a story and uh, emergency room doctors, they report some really interesting phenomenon that goes on during yeah. that sort of thing. But he yeah. was on the field, granted. But it's kind of a curious thing because, you know, it's uh, filled with mystery, man. Yeah, It's absolutely. filled with mystery. But thank God he's okay. But that's got to be so traumatizing, those players. They, I mean, he's getting administered CPR, and he, he, he died on the field. He died. For nine minutes. Like, Died for nine minutes. And I, thankfully, it looks like his brain is functioning perfectly well. Absolutely. Nine minutes, that could be profound brain damage. That's a long time. And also, like, just for the guys around it to right. see that. That's traumatizing. Like, like, I couldn't, like, like the equivalent of that for us is, like, if we were to walk in here one day and, like, just one of us just fell out. Yeah. And we literally had to sit there and watch, you know, one of our one of our guys in here getting CPR and they had to bring out AED devices. I like it's I don't know tough, how man. that would affect me having to watch it's that for tough, nine man. minutes. I mean there's some PTSD. Well there's apparently they make counseling available to the players. I mean that that's that's you're gonna need And you're it. young men like that, full of life, you think you're bulletproof, mm-hmm. then you yeah. see that and they're thinking, oh God. Twenty four years old. I'm a little bit more vulnerable than I thought. Yeah. That's one thing you also because mm-hmm. you internalize it, personalize it. It's like, oh, maybe I'm not so bulletproof. You know, it's yeah. um I'm not invincible. What about when games resume? I mean, every player in the league knows about that. There's going to be some trepidation before that first snap and that first snap. But then Absolutely. once the first hits are done, it's going to be business as usual. Yeah. Especially yeah. now. I mean, had he passed away, it would have been really traumatic. Yeah. But since he's uh, apparently going to be okay, now, of course, it's way too early to tell if he's ever going to play football again. Right, I, right. Anything's possible. Yeah, and, and like, it, there's there's levels to it with with Demar right now. Like right now, the main thing is he's alive. Let's let's get that tube out of his yeah, mouth. Let's get that tube out of his mouth. Let's make sure that he can just do daily functions on his right. own. Right. Well, neurologically, right? he seems to be okay. So uh, that rehab is not going to be too daunting. Right. Certainly. So like, but playing football again is so far removed. Like that's like. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like let's let's just make sure this young man can. But I guarantee you, with him, because guys like these are they're hyper competitors. They're oh, hyper yeah. competitive. About a week into rehab, all right, I'm ready I, to play I'm, ball. Yeah, get me back on the field. I want to play ball. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So the Bills Bengals game is not going to be uh, resumed. Not going to be played. And uh, I'm okay with one thing the NFL is going to do. The other thing is a little ridiculous and an overcompensation yeah. and an overreaction. Yeah. NFL may may seed the playoffs. According to win percentage, that's fine. I got no problem with that. Now they're saying, but the AFC title game will be at a neutral site. Why? Unnecessary. If 
if the whichever team is the higher seeded team going yep. into the AFC Conference Championship game, they have the home game. Like it's not that hard yeah. to wrap your mind. They're the higher home. seed. They have the higher win percentage. Right. Like I don't. Yeah. You don't what, have to. Why are we making? And in this a neutral difficult? site, you're you're cheating out those fans who probably can't afford to miss enough work to go travel somewhere to watch a game. And also, like, what if it's a team? Like, what if uh, the five and the seven seed or the five and right. the six seed make it? What if who, Jacksonville com- makes it? Who was completely unaffected? Yeah. As far as standing and seating wise, right. goes by this instance. I feel bad now for those they fan have to bases. lose yeah. a home playoff game. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. They shouldn't have to. So, but the more important thing, Demar Hamlin is okay, and that's a that's a ghastly thing to see. But it's it's interesting though. We've seen in the past. I remember like Dennis Bird of the Jets. He he was basically paralyzed at well, he was paralyzed after a game. You've seen guys carried off on a backboard, um, and the game resumed, but. Tomorrow Hamlin died. Yeah, I was going to say, the only, thing, the only thing for me that would have hit home close to that was me being a Steeler fan, Ryan Shazier, when he had his I injury, remember that. That was he basically was paralyzed yep. from the waist down. Yep, and he came back. Mm-hmm. Remember, I remember that. I even welled up. There was that uh, video footage. He was dancing at his wedding. Yep. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And I know we um, – we kind of, uh, I've, I've said this time and time again, we kind of uh, diminish their humanity. Well, they make all this money, this, that, and the other, blah, blah. They're not entitled to our humanity. And I've even talked about how it's funny how so many fans seem to resent athletes, but they love sports. Exactly. And it's really true with the media. Yep. The media seems to really resent the guys they cover. Mm-hmm. I've Ames. seen that. <laughs> yeah, well, Eric, what a douche canoe that guy is. <laughs> Calling Stetson Bennett, what does Stetson ever do to you, you mediocre Right. Quarterback. Right. Good Lord. That just seems a little personal and jealous and petty. It's not a good reflection on him. And Grant, he did try and walk the comments back later. But he said it, though. Yeah, no, like, he'll say You it. said it and you meant it. You said it and you meant it. Yeah, you just, you're only apologizing. You're only apologizing because, because you caught some heat. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like, uh, it's like the spouse that's uh, caught cheating. You cry, you're only crying because you got caught. Or mm-hmm. the murderer, you're only crying because yeah. you got caught. Exactly. That sort of thing. So just stop. You meant it. You absolutely meant it. All right, the uh, couple of former Falcons. Dwight Freeney was here for a little while. You remember him? Yes, he was here. They kept bringing him out of retirement. Yes, they, they did. <laughs> they couldn't get anyone else. They couldn't to get, get anyone else. We, <laughs> we haven't we haven't had a pass rush since the Clinton Clinton White House. <laughs> right. So uh, we got Jared Allen, and I, I'm going to break down this more tomorrow night. I, I've gotten to the point now. Well, I'm going to go through the names first. You got Joe Thomas. And bless his heart, 10-time Pro Bowl tackle, never made the playoffs. I think he only had one winning season. That was his rookie Mm -hmm. year with the Browns, but universally great. And there's a lot of guys. Chuck Smith has talked about about this as it pertains to uh, Grady Jarrett. A lot of guys go unappreciated because they don't play on winning teams. Yeah. Their peers appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Other coaches appreciate it. Their fan base does. They don't become nationally appreciated because their teams don't win. But they're every bit as great as the great players on the great teams that win Mm -hmm. the Super Bowls. Can I ask you something? Yes, sir. So well, it I'm, depends. Well, go ahead. <laughs> so we're talking about the Hall of Fame, yeah. and I was talking about this with Dylan yesterday. I'm one of those people who holds the Hall of Fame in really high regard. Yes, that's what I was going to get to. I know where you're going. Keep going. So yep. I like their names on this list, and I see, and I'm one of those people who feel like if you have to wait 15, 20 years, you shouldn't to get be into on the Hall there. Of Fame, you're not a Hall of Famer. You're not a Hall of Famer. Like, like Tory Holt is on this list. However, though, however. A lot of times, a, an injustice. Claude Humphrey, the former Falcon great, new great, he should have mm-hmm. been in. Tommy yeah. Nobis should be in. A lot of people yeah. say, I mean, you're, you're probably too old to remember. You've never even heard of Tommy Nobis, have you? 
Um, he was the very first Falcon ever. Really? He was a great player out of the University of Texas. Yes. Okay. Yes, great player, but he played on really bad teams. Yeah. And all of his peers says, oh, he's better than Butkus. Hmm. Better than Butkus. He was. Mike Kidd, offensive lineman for the Falcons out of, out of University of Michigan, played, what, 15, 12, 15 years of the Falcons. Universally great player, but played on bad teams. Right. Not in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're not completely wrong about that. Yeah. But sometimes there are guys you have to take – another look at them and yeah, don't penalize absolutely. them for being on bad teams. They were great players on bad teams. Absolutely. That's, that's a Hall of Fame credential in itself. You still maintained your level of play and intensity and desire to play, even though you knew you're playing for a trash organization. Right. That says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. That's what I said. I just think, I feel like, I feel like we've kind of, or the NFL has kind of just started to, I feel like a lot of guys do kind of get in on, like, sympathy. Like, yeah. you've been waiting for so long. This is a weak class. Yeah, we can finally let you in. But, you know, Dion, find the sound by for me. We're going to play this at the top of the hour. Dion, Dion Sanders came out and said, they're letting too many people in the Hall yep. of Fame. I agree yep. with it. I, I agree. agree with it. It I should be a sacred thing because that's what you're saying. I do agree with you. Absolutely. So we got Darrell Rivas, seven-time Pro Bowler, Dwight Freeney, Albert Lewis, who we were talking about, he retired in 98. He's waited 25 years. Rondé Barber, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Darren Woodson, Patrick Willis, Reggie Wayne, DeMarcus Ware, and Don Coriel. See, that's another one. Well, if you're not already yeah. in, you should be in. No, he should be he in. He should be in, yeah. And we're going to talk like there, about Don Coriel at the top of the hour and why he should be in and yeah. how innovative he has been. There's absolutely exceptions to what I'm saying because there are yeah. some guys like where but no you're not wrong. Should have been in, but, but you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, there's always that that thing. No, you're completely right. You I mean you were echoing what I was going to say? But like guys like Don Coriel, good lord, ask Bill Parcells about Don Coriel. Ask Bill Belichick about Don Coriel. Ask any great coach about Don Coriel. He didn't win any Super Bowls, but when you're innovative like that, I mean, he's akin to uh that great band that didn't necessarily make it big, but all the bands that made it big, they appreciate what he did. He inspired them. That's what. That's precisely what it means, you know, and that's what that's about. The class will be announced on uh, February uh, 9th, of course, and induction in August before the Hall of Fame game. So there you have it. And also, here's one thing I think is kind of sad. It's like it uh, goes along with the demise of uh, college basketball in my eyes. Georgetown Hoyas, Patrick Ewing having a bad time up there. Of course, the legendary Hoyas center under John Thompson. And, of course, uh, you know, John Patrick Ewing is John Thompson's protege in a lot of ways. They have lost 25 consecutive conference games. 5-11 and 11 for the year. They lose to Villanova last night. However, basketball has a pulse at the University of Georgia. They have not been to the tournament since 2015. But Mike White, who has averaged 22 wins a year in an 11-year coaching stint at Florida and Louisiana Tech, He's beaten Bruce Pearl six of nine meetings, including last night when they beat 22nd-ranked Auburn 76-64. to Georgia now 11-3. and That's a far cry from the sad, flaccid, pathetic Tom Crean era where there were 47-75 and in his four seasons in Athens. Georgia Tech takes down 12th-ranked Miami last night 76-70. They improved to 8-6 uh, and six on the year. And, of course, uh, Hawks back in action on Sunday night against the Lakers. I'm hoping to put two wins together, something that seems like a two-game winning streak this year with these Hawks would feel like a 10-game winning streak any other year. It just seems like it's impossible with the ebb and flow, with the uh, effort, it seems like. Going to come back and uh, discuss this Hall of Fame and also 
what Don Coryell meant to the NFL. He meant a lot. And uh, let's hear from Deion Sanders about how the Hall of Fame, they're just letting anybody in now. You can hear him say it. <laughs> Rob Triple. Rob Triple. I told you, man. Triple? Triple. <laughs> Rob Triple. I had a triple. Thought I, never mind. Sports Radio 1990 game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.